Welcome to Stepping Daily, a Twitter space for and by the healthiest community in all of crypto, the leader in Web3 health and fitness. That's right. It's Stepping by Fine Satoshi Labs. My name is K-Train and I am your host. Yes, you can believe your ears. It is a Stepping Daily doubleheader. Uh, if you were listening earlier today, um, we ran through a lot of great topics, talked a lot about GMT earnings, GMT bur- being burned versus B- GMT being released. Um, we talked a little bit about how you can find out an idea of how many people are running at your time. Um, that was a good topic. We also talked about earnings. Some people were seeing zero GMT per energy. Um, so if you want to hear that kind of stuff, that was on the show earlier today, tonight's show is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we got a really, really special guest. Luca is with us. Just to remind you guys, everything that I say and everything that my guests say is only opinion and does not reflect the opinion or the views of Steppen or any Steppen team members. And remember, none of this is financial advice. Always do your own research. That's the funnest part anyways, right? I'm just waiting for Luca to come up here. Luca is a long-distance runner, among many other things. But uh, if you have any long-distance running questions or any questions in general for Luca, just go ahead and request, and we'll get you up here. Yep, just one second. There we go. I can hear you now. Let's see. Luca, T-U-R-R-I-N-I-2. That's his Twitter handle. Uh, ultra runner, Guinness World Record, 24 hours on a treadmill. Older, founder of Outrun Cancer. Okay, I'm here. Unfortunately, there was going to be a little bit of background noise. I can't get my um, wireless handset and um, end up walking just for a change. So, <laughs> Right on. Well, well, we can hear you great. If there's some cars or some wind or some barking dogs, we'll get through it. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm based in, in Australia. First of all, thank you for actually changing the time to allow me to, to not do it in the middle of the night. So you might not find here dogs. You might, you might hear <laughs> some, uh, some strange birds or, or um, me running away from snakes and all of this kind of stuff. But this is Australia for you. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like to mix up my times. It's, it's fun. Like I said earlier, you get kind of a different uh, audience depending on what time of day you're in. So it's, it, I'm glad that you had me uh, do an evening one. So, Luca, something that stands out to me, and I just I got to ask this right away because I love it so much. When you go to your Twitter, you have a link there, and it, it's your name.com. Luca, is it Turini? Yeah, Turini, yep. Okay, you click on it. And it's you running on a treadmill, screaming in joy. Your hands are in the air. It looks like you got your, your buddies with you. Uh, I mean, you can just see the excitement going on. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, and it's funny the way you describe it. You, uh, you just gave me goosebumps because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, uh, it's a long story. I'll try to, to keep it as short and interesting as possible. But essentially, that is the moment um, when in 2018 I broke the Guinness World Record for the longest distance run on a treadmill in 24 hours. And that was 261.12 kilometers. And um, uh, basically, that, 
that was a long time coming. Um, it took me several years to prepare mentally and physically for that. And um, that moment is the moment I still had uh, two minutes, uh, three minutes to go, uh, so <laughs> 24 hours. And that's the moment when I broke the record. So I broke the record with three minutes to spare, which is not a lot. <laughs> you can imagine that if you run a race for 24 hours yeah. solid and then you only have three minutes. Um, yeah, that was uh, basically the moment where um, it all happened. And uh, um, it's particularly, um, it, it was particularly powerful because behind that particular challenge, um, there is a cause that I'm um, associated with, which is cancer prevention. And um, that race or that, um, I guess, marketing stunt was all about raising funds for uh, my not-for-profit, um, which is called Outran Cancer. And um, essentially, in um, 2015, I did a, a similar run in um, the main square here in Sydney. You can imagine... Like, um, I don't know in Portland where you're from, the main square, what it looks like. But if you were to imagine London, uh, would be like the Leicester Square of London. And in 2015, mm -hmm. I did a similar 24 hours on treadmill. And at that time, I didn't, I didn't go for a world record, but I just went to see how far I could uh, <laughs> just, run. Just for fun. Just for just fun. Just for huh? fun. Just because, you know, <laughs> um, and there is also a story why I, I, I got into that, but maybe I'll maybe I'll chat I'll chat a little bit about that um, <laughs> later. But essentially, in 2015, I did this run in the in the main square of Sydney, and it was an incredible success for my charity. We raised on the day one hundred thousand dollars, and um, I did this run. And at the time, I I completed two hundred and ten kilometers in uh, 2015. And uh, although it was a great success for the charity, uh, that run was, it almost broke me. And um, so in 2017, when I did the world record, um, it was actually uh, different, uh, you know, I was um, very uh, happy because of the results of, of, the, of the charity, but also at the personal level, it was um, a big achievement for me to be able to actually run the race as I had dreamed up and um, and and trained for so long, and having everything going um, to plan, and uh, being able to to achieve that that great distance. So, so yeah, um, it's it's been um, it's been exci an exciting journey, and um, you know, yeah, go. It, I, 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 well, one, I wish that I could be there or I could have been there for that. Cause you just see all your teammates and, and everybody out there, like one guy's jumping up and down with his arms in the air. Everyone's clapping. One person looks like they're about to cry. Like I can just feel the emotion, you know, in the room. I would love to hear the audio of it. Yeah. Um, yeah there is a, there is actually a documentary um, about that, that journey that basically put things in perspective as well, because, um, um, essentially, that challenge, um, it was designed for fundraising, first and foremost. And as I said, because I did a similar event in 2015, uh, mm -hmm. in order to uh, raise money again, um, we bumped it up a level. So uh, we essentially created these events in, um, during a fitness expo in Sydney, and we had three treadmills. So in one treadmill, there was myself running 24 hours solo. 
And then on the next treadmill next to me, there was a, a male team of 12 runners going also mm. for hours and trying the Guinness World Record for as a team. And then there was a female um, team as well, also going 24 hours as a 12-members team, <laughs> Guinness World Record. And what happened was that the women, they, they got the record like with two hours to spare. So wow. here we're talking about uh, Olympic-level athletes. So I recruited athletes from all around Australia, and uh, I managed to convince them and teach to them that this is, was going to be powerful. And basically, two hours, um, so with two hours to spare, the women got the record. The men got the record with an hour to spare. And then basically, the tension was oh, building up. Wow, and, okay. Uh, and it was amazing because, again, for me, I called up all these people that I look up to as my inspirations for running. And I convinced them to come down to fly from all around Australia to do this event. And then I was there and I was the only one basically not getting its, its own record. So there was a lot of tension, a lot of camaraderie and all of that. And then that it all exploded. So cool. Yeah, yeah you, I mean, that gave me chills. Like now that I can see the story working out that way, everybody that's listening should go check that out. It's Luca. L-U-C-A, Turini with two R's, T-U-R-R-I-N-I.com. Um, that's really cool. Something else, and I, I don't want to hang on the website too much, but I love it. The first thing you can read is, I just love running. <laughs> what, do you, what do you love about running? What, uh, what does it do for you? Have, have you always loved running? No, uh, not at all. As you can tell from my accent as well as from the name, um, I'm originally from, I'm Italian. Um, I'm originally from Italy and I moved to Australia in 2008. So if you met me just before I moved to Australia, I uh, will be your stereotypical Italian. So smoking like a chimney, <laughs> uh, drinking a little bit too much, eating a little bit too much, and definitely running was not one of my skills and um i moved uh, at the peak of the global financial crisis so i moved to australia and um, i found it very hard to find a job and that stressed me out big time and my neighbor at the time said well come out with me and come for a jog and literally i managed to do like a k and then uh, i thought i was gonna die and then i picked it up there and uh, literally in a, in a matter of few months I, I decided, okay, um, I need to stop smoking, and I did. After 14 years of uh, heavy smoking, I, I, I quit like that. After having tried three or four times and failing, um, I introduced running and I quit smoking, and I started moving and, you know, all the health benefit that comes with it. And if you ask me what running is for me today, it's, it's about mindset, is my moment of mindfulness and uh yeah it's my way to basically deal with um life in general i mean the hard stuff and the the the, the most trivial stuff that's the moment where i feel more creative and more alive and um yeah throughout the years um as you pointed at at the beginning um running also became my tool to raise funds for a cause that is very important for me. So it has, so running it has all these different components, I guess, for me. So is the, uh, I guess, the physical challenge, the mental benefit, 
uh, the general fitness as as well as uh, raising funds for a cause that I love. So um, I just that's like beautiful. Money. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. A little bit of everything. Um, I, I know that you've done a few races in the the recent past uh, besides the treadmill one. I, I'm looking at your your list here. And what stands out to me is 2018 Canberra 24-hour and then the, the 2020 Australian Track Invitational 24-hour. I'm guessing those are outside on a track? Yeah, they were outside on a 400-meter track. So, so circle after circle or oval oh, after right. oval for 24 hours? For 24 hours. So now yeah, you are putting me on the spot because now oh, sorry. That I'm crazy <laughs> that I'm just running on treadmills or around in loops, but... Um, yeah, the, that's um, yeah. The, those are a couple of uh, of events I did, and they are particular because of the format. So again, uh, going twenty four hours around an athletic track, um, it's very uh, taxing on the mind. And uh, although it's a perfect surface, uh, it's it's very hard emotionally to to just um, you know go through. So four hundred meter laps, I think in um, I did 220 kilometers um, that time, so it's about 600 loops or something. So, so you can you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. So your your treadmill 24 hour. I mean, that's a little different because you had um, you know the moment was really big with with those other groups there also trying to go for world records. Can you compare a treadmill 24 hour to an outdoor 24 hour? What's, oh. the, what's the what's better? What's worse? What do you? Yeah, I say that um, on a treadmill for twenty four hours, it's probably ninety five mental and five percent physical. Um, the reason being that um, you're going nowhere on a treadmill, and uh, <laughs> I literally spent twenty four hours looking at the red dot in front of me, like I put a red dot on a wall. Um, on the stage, actually, in front of me at, um, at my, this, the perfect um, height for my treadmill. And I basically stared at that for 24 hours while you, running. You, you put it there with the intent to kind of focus on it? Correct, correct. And also because during all my training at home, so the, the training for the 24 hours on treadmill was uh, particularly hard because I was training in my garage in the middle of the night at, at like at 2 a.m. in the morning, I would start my four-hour <laughs> session. And I would have literally a gap between the two houses in front of me. And that's the point where I've been like focusing on because the other particular thing about the treadmill challenge for the Guinness World Record is that at any point in time, at no point in time, you are allowed to touch the treadmill or you can't hang on the treadmill. Whoa. The only thing that you can do is basically speed up or speed down. Because if you hang on the treadmill, you actually get disqualified. Because as wow. part of the, the thing, you actually send uh, all the footage, the 24 hours footage, and there is somebody in the Guinness World Record team <laughs> to go through. Watches the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most boring thing ever. So I, I guess if you put all of that um, in, into, into the challenge, so mentally it's very straining because, again, you have no escape. And um, you, you also have, I guess, the physical part is that the treadmill, uh, it's easier to run on, so no doubt. But at the same time, you need to be very attuned with the pace you're doing because if at any point in time the treadmill is going a little bit faster than what your body 
can feel at that moment in time, that's when you start having injuries or you can fall off mm. the treadmill. So I guess mentally it was very hard. But on the other side, 24 hours around the truck, normally you got people around you, so you get a lot of uh, stimuli from other people. Um, I, f- I think mentally it's not that hard, but there is a component of weather and all of the other stuff that goes around it. So in the case of um, the two, <laughs> the two uh, 24 hours that you just mentioned, so the first one, was extremely hot. And um, I think we started in the morning and by uh, 10 a.m. in the morning was 35 degrees centigrade. I don't know what it is in uh, Fahrenheit, but it's pretty hot. And um, you basically, between um, 10 a.m. and uh, I think 4 p.m., it was very hard to run. I think there are a few photos of me basically collapsing on the ground and I on my head and all of that just to cool cool down and then um the second race was completely the opposite we started <laughs> with minus one degrees so oh, wow. it was super cold and um and basically it started pouring down with rain around 6 p.m and from 6 p.m to 8 a.m the next day it rained non-stop and it was so cold um and again i have um I don't run very well when it's cold, um, and uh, um, again, I had uh, some some issues because of that. Some long-term, um, uh, actually, health issues because, um, yeah, I I just uh, pushed through the the cold and it's not good for me. So, yeah, there, there are two di- different kind of challenges, I guess. One is purely mental, and the other one is uh, a lot more physical. Wow. Do you know if anyone's tried to break the treadmill one yet? Yeah, there was, uh, there is, there's been one successful um, attempt in Norway uh, by a guy, I don't remember, Jorn, I, I don't remember the, the surname he's got. Jorn? Jorn did it? <laughs> no, 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 Jorn. <laughs> but we should challenge him. <laughs> now, uh, I think, the, um, uh, yeah, the, from Norway, again in, in Norway, he went uh, three kilometers further. Um, but since then, there's been at least five attempts, um, and they all failed. So Wow. So, uh, so you put up a really good time then, or, or, yeah. or distance, I mean. I guess yeah. It's, yeah, di- it's different, yeah. Yeah, I'm very, yeah, I'm very happy. Again, I guess when you, when you put so much into it, um, I honestly feel that, I mean, if the record was two kilometers further, I think on that day, at that time, with all the people, with all the training, with all of that, I could have gone two day, two kilometers further. And if it was five kilometers further, I think I could have gone five kilometers further. There was so <laughs> much at stake in that moment in time that really was all about how much can you can you push. Um, if I was to do it now, I have I don't think I could go anywhere close to that. But that's another story. So, okay, so that was, uh, what, 2016-ish, and then the 24-hour track ones were 2018-2020. Let's see, Noose Ultra Trail 2022. I want to know, when did did Steppen become part of your running journey? Yeah, it became part of uh, my running journey 
in um, early 2022. It was actually a couple of weeks before that um, 100 kilometers you just mentioned, the, the, the Nusa Ultra Trail. Mm. And um, so another side of, of me is I work in technology. So my full-time job is in technology. And um, for, uh, for the last couple of years, I've been looking into uh, crypto. I love, I love crypto and obviously I love charity. I love running. And um, when I discovered Stepping, for me, Stepping just brought it all together. And um, because, again, I feel more creative, the most creative and, um, and useful to society in, in that um, intersection between technology, running and charity. So as soon as Discover Stepping, I just had to basically just just get involved. And um, uh, so I got involved. I, I remember reaching out to uh, to Yon, reaching out to Jerry and uh, and Shiti at the time and, and start to see how I could get involved, uh, beside them being a user first and foremost. So mm-hmm. I remember that. That 100 kilometer race, just before the race, I actually went for my stepping run. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> that was your warm up, huh? <laughs> that was my warm up because it's it's actually it just happened that race it happens to be to start three kilometers from home. So I actually ran there. Ran, ran to I, the race. I, I ran to the race and uh, I did my my stepping. And um, and then uh, yeah, I did I did the race. I put the mobile phone away. But yeah, that's that's pretty much around the time I I started with stepping. And and for me, it actually has been fantastic to see how it has po- positively impacted my running. So oh. because the other thing is that for the last few years I've been pushing myself quite a lot. So to do the kind of these kind of races, you are looking at running about one hundred miles a week, and you know the compound effect in your body, in your mind, to keep up that training volume over and over again, years after years after years, is quite uh, intense. And um, again, although I love running and I go running every day, sometimes you it, it's hard. Uh, I mean, it, it's hard to get out of bed at, I don't know, 5 a.m. like I do to go running before the kids go to school and so on, day in and day out. So when I discovered stepping, I was actually on a phase where I was quite tired of running. So stepping was actually that thing that sparkled. I said, well, now you <laughs> can go out running. And uh, it, it, kept me, it kept me um, motivated. And um, again, at the same, it's not, not just from a money incentive. I mean, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. that was fun, but it was more about the gaming. So I remember just uh, listening to Barn Dog and and just uh, going through all his videos and so on. That for me were just uh, like another dimension. So I was going out in the morning, strategizing and all of that, and I found myself that I I picked up my running. And um, yeah, uh, and a, it's, been, it's been amazing. That's a common thing that I hear from um, runners that that maybe ran in college and they're, and they're out of college for you know a couple years and and they say that Stepan really gave them that spark back and you know the reason to run 
every day, which I don't know how people run every day. Um, so how did you find out about Steppen? Or is it true that everybody in Australia knows what Steppen is? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I found out through, through Binance when they were listed on, on Binance. Uh, oh, cool. that, was the, that was the moment I, I found out about it. And, um, but for me, it made sense absolutely just literally in five seconds. And it was like, holy shit, this is oh, cool. what I've been looking for for so long. And um, yeah, in my dreams, I had written down how I could basically use crypto running and charity together. And uh, but not in my wildest dream, I could have come up with um, something like stepping. So, um, yeah, so that's how I found out about it. And um, yeah, I wish I would have started earlier. But again, I think I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to be part of, of um, the group. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, the group, the community is it, it, it is a, a different community. It's amazing. So, yeah. And, and um, also, if I can just um, start yeah. a comment there. Sorry, I'm Italian, so I talk a lot. And what I <laughs> love the Makes most my job about the easy. <laughs> what I love the most about the community is that I've, I've actually seen people starting with um, the, the walkers and going to joggers and going into running and now taking on the first 10K, half marathon and full marathon. And this is unbelievable. And um, I can't stress enough how that is important. And um, to me, it really, it, it really me, fills me up of uh, pride, even though they're not directly um, impacted by what I do. But as part of stepping and, and me feeling involved with stepping, I feel that I'm helping also people get into to love running. So when I was, um, uh, I used to live in Sydney and I had a big um, community of runners and exactly the same thing. Physically, I could go and run with them and push them to go to 5K, to 10K, to half marathon, and finally a marathon. And now... I don't live in Sydney anymore. I don't have a large community that I meet every day, but I feel by extension through stepping, this is what we're doing at the global level. And um, yeah, for me, that's that's really, really powerful. You're changing the life of so many people. And then in two years' time or five years' time or whatever, uh, people can still look back and say, oh, I actually started running through this up and now uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm out here going for a Guinness World Record on, on treadmills or in the, in the mountains, whatever. Yeah, I mean, look at Barndog. Like, he, as far as I know, he was never a runner. When we first got our sneakers in December, January, he was walking, you know, and, and yeah. now he loves loves running and, and competing. And I'm sure that there are so many, you know, Barndog juniors out there that are doing doing the same that, that never thought that they would be running. Yeah, and Barndog is, is the perfect example. So what I love about Bandog is that he's, he's, he's done all the gaming and all the aspects. But at the same time, I remember chatting with him in the first ever event in, um, in Adelaide. I flew down to Adelaide to just meet Bandog, Yon and, and Breen and so on. And basically, we were just uh, discussing about running shoes and, and this type of training or the other. And now I, I can look up at, at Bandog and he's, he's planning to run two or three marathons during his journey to Europe. And I was actually chatting to him last night and was like, mate, you don't realize that some people are not even 
able to think or to imagine <laughs> that they can run two or three marathons in a space of three months. Now, you have been basically training for the last nine months and you are already at this level. And this goes to show uh, how much basically compound effect running has. And mm. and step really works on that. It's like the compound effect every day that you go out 10 minutes, 20 minutes or whatever. The, I mean, in just nine months, you get to a stage where you can um, run effectively. And, and also... The, the way it structured the game, I don't know whether it's, well, it was intentional or not, but it's just a path. So you start with a walker and you start to accumulating mi- minutes and then you say, well, I'll actually jump up to jogger yeah, and then I'll yeah. jump up to runners. And then you start putting the minutes and you start putting the different chains. So, it, yeah, it's just That's amazing. Um, yeah, very well executed. So... um Let's see. Let's 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 talk about Strava a little bit. How does uh, I guess were you using Strava during all of your runs back in in 2018 and so on? Yeah, I've been using Strava yeah for a very long time, and um, Strava mainly as a as a way to record all um, all my runs. So uh, essentially, it's linked up to my watch. And every run I do, it automatically goes into Strava, and uh, that's it. And then I can go back and review all my stats and work out how many Ks I've done during the week and so on. And um, so it's, it's an amazing – it's the Facebook, if you want, of, of for athletes. So and, – and it's great to see that, um, yeah, with Stepping, uh, we managed to get a, a proper um, challenge in Strava, uh, which – yeah, it was amazing. Uh, very well received. And, um, yeah, we had some impressive numbers out of it. Yeah, so tell us about the challenge for the people that maybe didn't see it. Because we, we didn't have it, you know, popping off on Twitter like we, we usually do. Uh, it was kind of just towards Strava, right? You want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so the goal was to um, basically target this challenge to Strava users. As we know, we have a huge community in uh, Twitter, in uh, Discord, and all that. Um, but the, the the aim was to see whether we could use uh, Strava and and to target these n- new people, athletes, people that are not into crypto, people that are simply like like myself, just uh, runners that love running. So we run this um, uh, challenge, and the goal was again to educate uh, people to what stepping is, what crypto is, and try to see whether there was some, some interest. So we ran the challenge for one week, and the challenge was to run 70 minutes during the week. Initially, we wanted to play around 10 minutes a day for seven days, but then talking to Strava, they, we basically um, decided to do, you needed to simply complete 70 minutes in, in a week. Mm-hmm. So people basically, any Strava user got prompted to this challenge or stepping, and then they could decide whether or not they wanted to enter. And we had um, 222,000 people entering the challenge. And wow. um, say, that, say that number again. 222,000 people. Wow. Which is, which is amazing. And uh, I just received actually this morning the report from Strava. I still need to go through it. And to see how successful it is compared to 
um, are there Strava challenges? But from what I've seen is is just uh, yeah, in, an incredible result. Did, and uh, uh, did, yep. did you did you or the team have a number that you wanted to hit, like a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand? Was there a goal set, or was it kind of just let's do it and see what happens? No, I think the goal set was one hundred eighty thousand. Um, oh, cool. so we, we smashed that for, um, 40, 40,000. So, um, yeah, right it on. was, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a, a great result in that respect. And the, the, the good thing is that the way it was structured is that to enter the challenge, then you, you landed on a page that we created that explained literally with a few videos and, um, and, a, and, a, and, a straightforward message what, uh, stepping in the mission and um, why athletes should get involved. So people ended up landing there. Hopefully they've been reading about stepping and downloaded the app. And um, at the end of the challenge, which we had, I think, 140,000 people completing the actual um, 70 minutes, mm-hmm. um, they also got funneled through another landing page Again, describing what um, stepping is, and um, ended up in our mailing list. And then through the mailing list, we basically again breaking down to very simple terms what um, stepping and crypto uh, is in that context. So to basically just educate people and say, look, if you want to uh, become part of our um, community, this is what we do. So we explained a little bit about the gamifying aspect of it and, and, and all of that. So, so yeah, it was a, definitely an, an interesting um, challenge to put together. Uh, and again, I think we, um, we, we came through as, um, I don't know, th- there wasn't a set agenda in the sense of trying to push the product onto people, but it was more about, okay, this is what we are all about. And we believe that it might be interesting for runners because you're already out there doing exercise every day. So it wasn't a pushing kind of message. It was more about this is a cool thing that we have, we have done. See yeah, whether that, you are interested. yeah. That's, that's kind of the way that I approach uh, people. You know, I, I kind of just educate them and, and let them know what it is instead of, uh, you know, saying, yeah, you should, you should hop in. You should do this. You should do that. It's, it's a lot easier just to try to try to educate so the the challenge is over. Do we have winners picked or? Yeah, no, we are picking the winners uh, this week. I think tomorrow um, I'm going to send the final list to Jason to, to use um, his own magic tools to pick up 100 um, winners. And um, yeah, I didn't mention that as part of the, the challenge, we put uh, stepping put uh, 100 shoe boxes. Um, that are gonna be yeah uh, picked up uh, by Jason and his magic um, algorithm uh, <laughs> tomorrow, I think, or the next day. Right on. So is that a, a hundred shoeboxes? Uh, what on Binance? Uh, I, I believe he's in Solana. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, and those will be will be sent to yeah directly to the to the users. Again, I'm not involved in that technical part so i'm not sure exactly how we're going to communicate but yeah we probably send the message and and then drop them into into their wallets right on that's awesome i hope uh hope we know some people that won 
Cause I, I know that there are quite a few people that use Strava, um, you know, that are in the kind of crypto Twitter step mm. verse. Um, but they kind of, kind of cross over on, on both, uh, see Eric putting his hand up. He's a big runner. He, he uses Strava. So, um, I, I guess what, what next, is there anything next with Strava, like challenge number two, or does the team, you and the team kind of sit back and, and look at the numbers and, and mull it over that way? Yeah, I think, um, so, the, uh, the aim of this week is, um, to put together all these numbers and then, uh, uh, yeah, I guess the, the, the team will discuss w- what they want to do next, whether it's worthwhile, um, yeah, maybe running another event. I, I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure. So I think at the moment we are just uh, putting together all the numbers and then just try to see, uh, again, if it was um, worthwhile doing or progressing. But uh, definitely I think in general, if you look at Strava, it's got like, uh, there are different numbers coming through, but there are some people saying there are two, 200 million users uh, in Strava. And uh, I think on the Strava website, it says around 90 to 100 million users. So it's definitely like a, a, a huge ecosystem. So if we are integrating that in that ecosystem, it would be fantastic. And our own Strava group, um, the Stepping Strava group, because of these challenges, it, it basically grew, it doubled. Um, we started off with uh, 8,000 people in Strava, and now our group has got 16,000 people. And when we set it up, um, initially, uh, the Strava team actually said, this is the most fast-growing group that we have seen in wow. a very long time. So we are definitely, you know, we are definitely in the spotlight. And um, we'll see what, what, what the future brings, I guess, with, with Strava. That is awesome. I love to hear that. I need to... Uh start using Strava uh, now that I got joggers and I got to start running again. <laughs> I was on, I was on the Walker, the Walker shoe for about, I don't know, four or five months now. So I got to get back to running. Um, so just, can we get, get, can we get you live to commit to, to a race? Oh, <laughs> trying to get me to commit to a race on my own show. Huh? I love it, Luca. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, Good. I'm actually uh, that, that's the way I do it. Look at all my friends are actually um it's funny, I got this <laughs> this running story. They are terrified to uh meet me meet me for a drink or so because normally <laughs> you know, when we get to the second or third beer, that's when I put in some um uh some challenges. So one memorable time I got a friend of mine who is Irish. Uh, drunk and it's very difficult to get and very expensive to get an Irish drunk but then in the end <laughs> when he was drunk enough I got him to sign up for a 100 kilometer race on, on the mountains and it was amazing he hated me I think our friendship is a little bit shaky now but <laughs> it was the most amazing like outcome of it of a day out so you never know you see I, I can do it maybe from here I can inspire you or push you to just uh, say it out loud that you're going to sign up for a 10K or a 5K or whatever and well, uh, um, keep you accountable. I've, I've got a couple friends that are doing Moab in January or February, uh, January. And uh, my friend, he is going to do the half marathon. I, I don't know if I can get ready for a half marathon by January. What do you think? Ooh, how, how much are you running at the moment? <laughs> not much per week give me a number I, per week oh no i literally just got my joggers back 
or now oh, I'm using okay. joggers because it's GMT earnings. I've ran twice in the last four months. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we'll we'll have to we'll have to um, yeah we'll have probably to chat offline and uh, uh, see because it's it's possible. the 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 short answer is that it is possible. And the thing is, if you have a motivation big enough for you to do it, you will do it. And uh, I, I don't know, I. Taking I mean, they, the got a, they got a 5K there I could just do also. Here you go. And and sometimes <laughs> you're starting from 5K and then you just uh, realize that, oh, 5K was short. It, it was actually the uh, going back to Bandog. He, when he did his first 10K, he, because it was his first ever race at 10K, it, he, he basically finished it and it was still fresh because it was actually um, – easier than what he, he might have imagined. And and again, you might realize that you go for a 5K and then you're like, oh, this is a piece of cake because maybe you've been walking for the last six months or nine months. So you probably already walk more than 5K a day, I, I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So yeah. here you go. So half marathon then? <laughs> That's how you do it, huh? Yeah, that's how I do it. It's easy. It's all in the mind. Remember, it's all in the mind. <laughs> I just need a. I just need to get a, a piece of paper with a stick and then draw a red dot on it, and I can just focus on that red <laughs> dot while I'm running. That's the trick, right? Exactly. Well, there, there are other ways that. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna share in private, but you can always look at somebody in front of you that is attractive for you and just follow. <laughs> so if they, run, if they run for 21K, you're going to just follow for 21K. See, I need to put my girlfriend on a bike ahead of me. Here you go. Or you know what? She's got rollerblades. She Here just you got go. some you... new roller skates. There we go. Problem solved. Half marathon. Exactly. You got no more excuses. <laughs> it would be so amazing. Also, you know, the training together, you got that one-on-one partnership kind of thing. You see, I, I'm opening doors for you. Oh, that, I mean... That part with Steppen, I think, is what I see the most change. Before Steppen, uh, you know, she would want to go for walks, and it'd be after dinner. I'd be stuffed. I'd be ready to sit on the couch and watch a movie. And and, and now I'm the one that's like, hey, I'm going for my 20 energy walk. Do you want to join? <laughs> you know, and we just get like, you know, so much time to uh, kind of chat. And then when I go alone, well, recently I've been hopping on the Steppen Marathon Twitter space, but a lot of time uh, it's kind of my like morning meditation kind of how you were saying it, it's your uh yeah yeah it's, it's your peaceful time uh if anybody in the in the audience has any questions uh just go ahead and request um i don't see anybody requesting yet so we might get out of here a little early luca okay no worries yeah i think people might be afraid that if they jump in i'm gonna get them to run 20k <laughs> or 200 <laughs> Yeah, actually, ten people just unrequested now. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we got we got Eric on here. I know Eric's got a big run coming up. Uh, what's up, Eric? Hey, uh, how you guys doing? Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah. All right, nice. What's up, Luca? Nice, uh, nice to hear uh, uh, from you. I'm uh, I'm one of those runners. I like, you know, just how you said, Stephen kind of brought me to running a little bit more consistently. I'm running my first marathon. On, uh, on the 9th of October, so like in the, like six days next Sunday, um, but I I don't see my I don't see my running ending there. Just training for marathons. Uh, I like there's a lot of people I've met you know through Stephen that 
have done ultra marathons and it's honestly pretty inspiring. I definitely want to, you know, have that kind of achievement under my belt. But I wanted to see what you thought were are going to be my biggest obstacles in that path because really I'm just I've just started. I started in April and last this last week on my Strava app I put in seventy seventy nine miles. It's been the highest by far, and I I don't expect it to go higher. I'm expecting like maybe putting in hundred miles a week. Mm. Okay, so first of all, uh, congratulations for having the courage to to get to the to the start line of a of a marathon. And um, I think is is already an achievement by itself. Um, people underestimate how hard it is to stay injury free and get to the actual start line, which is basically three quarter of the journey there. And I think, um, yeah. I think in the mar- if I if I got your question right, is did, did you ask what you think is going to be the most challenging part of the marathon, or actually stepping over the marathon distance? Um, I, I think by this point, mentally, I have you know I I've finished the marathon mentally, but I know physically I I got to cross that line. But I'm asking like in my long term journey of running, you know, like hey, you know, watch out because. You know, I don't know, maybe a lot of people encounter, like, knee problems. I heard uh, Ra asking Barn Dog earlier um, about, like, supplements, and that's what I'm kind of wondering, too. I don't take any supplementation so far. I try to really, um, like, if it has a food label, I try not to eat it. I try to eat things, like, you know, whole, at home. Um, but, you know, maybe, like, fish oils, like Barn Dog said earlier, like, that might be something that I should start looking into. So, I don't know. What do you, what do you yeah. think? So I think my so my two cents on that, and again, every person is different, and um, so um, there are people that um, I guess who, who has um, a, a requirement of more nutritional control, others they have requirement more of a training side of things. So my two cents goes on the, on to strength work. So in terms of um, your longevity as a runner. Um, it's all about the strength of the whole body, not just uh, the, the running technique. So uh, for core strength, I mean um, all the exercises that you have to do, single leg squats and and, uh, and jumps and all the stuff that Simon and, and Tyson go through over and over again because ultimately that's the key to an injury-free uh, running life. So... The only reason, personally, again, I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not special by any, um, any, any imagine, any stretch of imagination in terms of my running. I'm actually very average. But the only thing I managed to do is to be consistent with my core um, exercises, like on a weekly basis, only half an hour. You don't really need uh, much more than that. Ideally, twice a week, but half an hour a week is is plenty. But that kept me injury-free. So for the first um, five years of my own running, um, I kept getting injured. And therefore, when you're injured, you can't train. And when you go back into training, you push yourself too much and you get injured again. So it's, it's a vicious circle that repeats over and over again. But as soon as you start with the core training, if you do it properly, um, you simply don't get injured and or you don't get injured that often. And therefore, with the same amount of training, you the compound effect of doing it over and over again, it gives you that additional strength and um, and 
I guess from a mind point of view, you know that you've been running well for eight months, so you can sign up for an extra marathon and you can start to see yourself going longer and longer. So I think when you mentioned going 100 miles a week, um, that's a, first of all, that's a big number. So it's, it's actually something that you slowly get to that um, volume. But again, the secret is not about just going out and run. It's about recovering. So And again, from a physical aspect, I've, I think that um, core strength is what will allow you to recover faster, not get injured, and just uh, basically being happy to run pretty much every day. Then the, what you mentioned about supplements and food and so on, that's um, it, it's a little bit above my pay grade if you want, but um, I found that that has, um, has an impact if you start going to 100 miles a week because then you are trying to um, basically recover faster, give a little bit more uh, nutrition to your um, to your muscles, but again, there are there are different schools of thoughts over there. So it's it's really I think if you eat good food, that is also as a result of training. I guess when you train hard, you you have this tendency of eating cleaner food. So I guess whatever your diet is. So long as it's clean food, normally it helps you. I don't think there is a specific requirement for supplements, um, I said, uh, but yeah, beside and yeah, um, uh, hydration being obviously electrolyte being very important. Um, yeah, the supplements, I think it depends what your, yeah, what, what you feel like. So yeah. I wouldn't say there is a requirement. Yeah, we're all different. Awesome, yeah. I think the biggest thing I got from that was, yeah, doing some other exercises besides just running because that's literally all I do. Today, I looked at my shirt and I told my girlfriend, do you see my abs? She's like, <laughs> you can't. She's like, you can't just expect abs from running. So, yeah, I, I think definitely do. If, I, if I'm planning to become like an avid long-term runner, right, I do have to do it myself all around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Plus, core strength in, is not only abs. Is um, having that flexibility and being able to do all the crazy things that kids of three or four years of age can do. So, and um, yeah, as you be- get older and if you run more, what you find is that all the joints, uh, they feel a little bit more like, um, I don't know, gluey and so on. So if you can still do your squats like a three years old can do, then you are on, on your way for longevity. Piece of cake, right, Eric? <laughs> nice piece of cake. Well, I'll make sure I post my Strava stats for my marathon later once I finish. Oh. Awesome. Fantastic. Good luck, my friend. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. Good luck on that. I, I'm excited, man. I'll be rooting for you. We all will. Um, great question. Let's see. We got Misha up here. One more. We'll, we'll take uh, Misha, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. What's up, Misha? Um, hey, Luca. Hey, K-Tran. Hey. Uh, thank you for coming, sharing your story. Uh, maybe I have like a little word question for Luca. Uh, are you religious? Because I know some of the uh, ultra runners that I've listened to and talked to, like, you know, I feel like at a certain point after they exert all the physical capabilities, they exert all the like mental capabilities, and even like after the wall and everything, 
they almost get like to kind of like sp- spiritual experience or something. You know, some people hallucinate, but some people, you know, for some, every person is different. So I was just wondering if it's something that you go through and if mm-hmm. you're, you know, connected somehow with spirituality or something. Mm, that's a very interesting question. And I must admit, this is the first ever time uh, I've been asked that. So I'm going to try to see how it comes out. So I definitely, <laughs> I definitely feel so that what you mentioned about hallucinating and so on, I had uh, only a couple of occasions, but I don't know whether I could say that I'm religious. I definitely find that when I'm at my limit, I do get in touch with um, with a bigger power, if you want, that is not external, is internal. Um, I found over and over again that when I go out of my comfort zone, but when we're talking literally about wanting to stop with every single cell of your body and trying to find a way to push through, um, I, it's it's elating. It's um it's a fantastic experience, and uh, again, it fills me more in contact with um with my own self. And um, I guess the closest um, experience of that is um, I started running longer distances actually because of a tragic event in my life. I lost my mom to pancreatic cancer, and um, running was for me the only way I could get in touch with that part of myself that could be in peace with that and um if that is called being religious uh, i don't know but certainly at one point in a very long race you actually get to touch that core of yourself that says okay i'm actually good enough i'm strong i'm beautiful i'm worthy i can do this so that's i guess the best answer i can (laughs) i can give you i'm not sure whether that counts as being religious but yeah it's um it's a hell of it's a hell of a journey yeah actually that that's exactly what i was uh looking for because like different people describe it differently and uh yeah thank you for sharing like your side of the story and that's that's really kind of inspiring you know for people who wants to push beyond what's like possible for them yeah that's a great question misha thank you for coming up and asking that um Cool, Luca. I, I I really appreciate you coming on. This was fun. I'm sure me and you could go a couple hours. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe one day we'll we'll break the world record for longest Twitter space. But uh, actually, never mind. I think stepping marathons going on like nine days today. So <laughs> uh, thanks, sir. I, thanks for coming but, but on. Again, uh, again, I just wanted to say when you are training for your half marathon, K train, uh, I can be <laughs> on the phone and we can chat while we run. So even better. Here you go. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Uh, thanks for the inspiration. Really, that uh, I love your website, man. I just I pointed it out and showed it to my girlfriend. The the video of you screaming. It's just man, that's really cool. So, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, to Eric and Misha for hopping on and asking the questions. And um, Luca, I think I'm gonna be talking to you later this week. So yeah, I'm excited uh, for the days to come up. I appreciate you. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. All right. We shall close out. Look at all the new emojis we got. Gotta love the Twitter update. All right, guys. Uh, my name is K-Train. This is Stepin' Daily. Everybody get out there and burn some energy. Peace out.